What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Smoke Entire Podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by StockX. StockX is the world's first online stock market of things for high-demand consumer products, including sneakers, watches, and handbags. StockX connects buyers and sellers using the same methodology as the world's stock markets, an anonymous live bid-ask market. All products are physically authenticated by StockX, allowing participants to focus on the transparency of data available, including real-time market pricing. That means no stressing about shady buyers and sellers, no lengthy descriptions, and no blurry photos to decipher. All watches are in excellent or better condition. All you have to worry about is finding the watch you want and placing a bid you feel comfortable with. Stay tuned, because next week we will be announcing an exciting giveaway on a killer watch that you won't want to miss out. Visit StockX.com slash smoking to check out StockX today. That's StockX.com slash smoking to check out StockX today. All right, we also we also got to talk about. Oh man, working on cars can be a pain in the ass, even when things are going well, and so often they don't. What you don't want to find are weird, stupid surprises, and one way to avoid those surprises is to use continental belts and ho- belts and hoses on your car, especially these OE belts. I bet you didn't know continental belts are OE on tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE on the majority of BMWs and Volkswagens. Now, Continental is launching the aftermarket Multi-V Belt with the OE Pedigree. It's their OE Technology Series, belts that are fanatically engineered for perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has an OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt for 98% of the vehicles on the road in the U.S. and Canada. Listen, if a belt goes bad, it's going to go bad quickly, and it's going to go bad in a place you don't want it to go bad. Avoid that with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt the belt with the OE pedigree. Get the full story at oetechnologyseries.com. That's oetechnologyseries.com. Okay, on this episode of the show, I have wanted to talk to this gentleman for a while. He's uh, a bit controversial in uh, the BMW community. Some love this dude and some hate him. Eric Keller is here from the Enthusiast Auto Group. And uh, at Enthusiast Auto Group, they are BMW enthusiasts. And they have uh, one mission, to uh, sell the finest examples of vintage and modern M cars in the world. And uh, when that is your goal... Um, the cars are going to be expensive, and that's why he's controversial. He's got some high prices, but he backs up the goods with uh, with the cars and a lot of happy customers. I'm happy to talk to this dude. I think he's really interesting. Eric Keller from Enthusiast Auto Group is in studio. Here we go. What's up, folks? Smoke Tire Podcast. Back from my travels uh, and uh, here in studio. With Eric Keller, the owner of, as I flub it, Enthusiast Auto Group. How are you, sir? Yeah, well, thanks, Matt. Welcome. Thanks for coming in, dude. Yeah, absolutely. You're passing through? Yeah, yep, heading to Thermal. Bring that down just a little bit, that mic. Bring it just, yeah, right, right. There we go. Yeah, just so it's right in front of you. There you go. Now that's good. Heading to Thermal yeah. today. Uh, yeah, today. Oh, nice. What are you driving? Singer. Oh, uh, remember that gray shitty, M1? Life. Yeah, right. Remember the gray uh, M1 from? Uh, uh, oh, the Pebble? M1 that's got the body kit on it. Yeah, What's yeah. the story on that car? Because it's not a pro car, depends, but it's not. Depends on who you ask. Is it a resto mod? That's a good fitting. Yeah. Yeah. Who who uh, who is responsible for such a thing? Uh, Bruce. 
Knepa. Oh, is that Knepa creation? Yeah. Oh, so what's uh, what's been done to it? I think it's pretty much just kind of a resto mod of as BMW build a pro car with some modern touches, still running the M88. Uh huh. Here, I'm, I'm gonna. I, the good news is, I don't know if you know this, but it's a video show, so we can actually, ah. I can, I can have the audience see what we are seeing. Yeah, it's a cool um, car, sexy car, gorgeous. It's not been. Uh, I don't think it's been overdone. I mean, I've, no. I don't. I've only know it from pictures, but. Yeah. Uh, some sort of modernized wheels, but no, yeah, they think they're BBS style fives with just those covers. Yeah, hasn't hasn't gone too far overboard. No, no. Yeah, like remember when uh, you know the Ring Brothers did that yellow Pantera, mm-hmm. which was very beautiful, but went like a little too far. Yeah, they could have dialed it back ten percent. Yeah, this is about where. Uh, yeah, so you're just gonna go have a, have a go in that? Uh, that couple other BMWs, some stuff we've told really? them over the years. Really, just yeah. as a as a little thank you. It's actually it's a cool story because he, he's like my first really big client. Bruce's? No, not Bruce. Uh, the guy I'm going to see. Thermal. Oh, the the member at Thermal. We'll, presumably, we'll, we'll just call him Paul. Paul. All right. Yeah. So he's uh, probably the first really big client. So one of my best first big cars to him. Mm-hmm. So it was I think oh eight, oh nine. Yeah. Pull up. Uh, yeah. I'll show you. Actually, it's a good car to... Is it on your website? Yeah, go to E28M5s. Okay, hold up. I should have been more prepared, sir. Where do I find your M5? Here, E28M5s. The pinnacle of E28M5s. What made it the pinnacle? This is uh, is a good story. So I bought it from the first owner out out east, Uh probably not far from where you grew up. Connecticut? Uh Mm Uh-huh. I think he was in... I want to say he was in Mass. Okay. Had 5,125 miles. (laughs) Okay. Bought it from his caretaker, but he you know, pretty much interviewed me, made sure I was good enough to uh, take care of the car after him. It was uh, the coolest, nicest E28. And E28 is our story, kind of. I started our business focused just on M's after owning and driving an E28 M5 and the experiences that I'd had with that car, both good and bad. Uh. And that was the best one. Sold it to this fella for just over MSRP, which was the first time i'd sold a car for that much money just over its original msrp That's which right. from 1985 was what 45 and change okay well that was and that was when what you how long ago was that i think it was 08 okay so that was a lot a ton of money at that time yeah they now were, they that's were 10 15 grand all day long now no one's sneezing at that yeah that that buys you that, barely that buys you a running car with some rust yeah <laughs> i had a go in um i was down at spartanburg doing a uh, a thing with BMW they let me have uh, like 40 laps in their M1 mm. the red one that's mm-hmm. got a bunch of miles on yeah, it yeah, that yeah. I guess the CEO drives around yep, yep. fucking great running car yeah. didn't miss a beat I mean it was like a like a slow Lamborghini that worked properly. Mark Norris uh, sorted that out for me. Oh, problems. really? Yeah, he's so, you know Mark. It was an ace car. Yeah. Oh, Mar- uh, yeah. Mark Norris. I know yeah. Mark. Yeah. Ralph's Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I drove... Uh, they let me have a go in their E28 M5. It was spectacular. It's a great car. Spectacular to drive. Total Q ship. Because by today's standards, it's pretty small mm-hmm. and pretty light. Mm-hmm. But unlike the E30 M3, it has actual torque. Mm-hmm. It makes it really nice. My motor's great. Great motor. And, and they're bulletproof. Seats. I mean, that, that's why they all have big miles. I mean, it's a bulletproof Yeah, car. every like you know, everyone you find is like 200K on it now. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, but it's still going. Yeah. Yeah. So... So, it, I, so I sold this one to him, uh-huh. and he uh, had it t- till 14. Okay. He s- decided he was going to sell all of his non-airbag cars. So I bought okay. this uh, at E24 M6 that I'd sold in black on Lotus that had 5,000 miles when I sold it to him. Okay. And then the, what, quote, unquote, the white bubble car. 
What's the white bubble that was car? A 91 E30 M3 that uh, Turner put a, a motor in. Oh. 2.5. It was a gorgeous car, all done up for a Concours. OFES 2000, I think. Okay. And it was more of a, uh, let's make this car beyond perfect and see how the judges react, and, and it got second. Okay. And so, uh, long story. They reacted one, almost ideally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, bought all three of those from him. Wow. Decided to hold this one back and put it in our stable for a while. Okay. So you still got it? I just sold it back to Paul. Oh, how about that? Yeah. So, so now we're going out to... Do the meetup and the fun times at Thermal? He has no clue, but I've got the car sitting there waiting for him. Oh, awesome. How yeah. nice of you. Yeah. Have you been to Thermal before? Not yet. Oh, it's rocking. I'm stoked. Yeah. It's, it's uh, well, it's August 29th it's right now. It's going to be hot. It's a tough time to go to Thermal. We're, we're starting at like 6 a.m. It's a tough, yeah. No, dude. Yeah. You're going to run from 6 to like 10, mm-hmm. and then you're going to go sit in the clubhouse until about 4.30 and run until 8. Yep. Yeah. But it's thermal. Uh, for those who don't know, the thermal club is in Palms, east of Palm Springs. I think technically Palm Desert. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a really funny place because it's a private country club, but it's on private country club racetrack. Mm-hmm. And it's on a piece of property that is very obviously a square. And so if you look at it from above, it looks like a game board mm. where, they, where you try and fit all the racetracks and stuff onto this one square. It's not like, you know, a track in the Midwest or something where you have some sort of sprawling kind right. of property. Right. So I always find when I'm driving there that I'm, I'm hyper aware of where I am on the game board. <laughs> <laughs> but they have really good tarmac. Um, and the, you, you can run a few different configurations. And their restaurant is really good. Legitimately good. Even not even good asterisk for a racetrack. I mean, mm-hmm. good, good. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. I've heard they have really good hamburgers. They, they do actually have really good hamburgers and really good salads. It's the only restaurant in the world where you can get a decent salad. Nice. Um, so let's go. Let's go back a few years. Yeah. You uh, are. Did you become this enthusiast from the E twenty eight M five, or you don't? You don't just fall into an E twenty eight M five. Where did it start? Well, the BMWs we, we'd had a couple growing up. We kind of came from a, we'll call it a lower middle class background. Our, our grandfather was a John Deere equipment dealer in Michigan. Mm-hmm. And then my dad kind of followed his footsteps, opened up his own independent farm equipment dealership. And so we learned at an early age, you got to take care of your equipment. And where was this? Uh, Southern Michigan, northern, okay. northern Indiana. Okay. Yeah. So, so the, you, you learned the subtle art of maintaining your shit. Yeah. 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 Painted a lot of corn heads. Painted a lot of wheels. Fixed I'm sorry. What you painted a lot of what? Corn heads. What is a corn head? It's the finger uh, attachment. You know. Oh, the a, thing. A, yeah. That yeah. cuts the corn. It cuts it down. Like the, it with the, a big auger in the middle. The rake that sticks out That's front. It. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. It's so called it's a corn head. Corn head. All right. Grain head. Yeah. Yeah. So put a lot of plows together. Was, <laughs> you know, good, good, hard, honest work. Yeah. So. After you work on like combines and plows yeah. does does a bmw m5 it's a lot sexier <laughs> yeah. it's a lot sexier but it's it's the same principles i mean it's a very basic mechanical uh-huh. you know experience and but the, did you the, grow up in a muscle car family no we, we had a lot of just normal boring mazdas ford taurus wagon mm. i mean i grew up in the back of that damn thing yeah uh, Dad caught one on fire once. That was an interesting story. A Taurus story. wagon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something we all like to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had, speaking of things catching on fire, I had a random, random storytelling. I had two people in this very same day tell me, this was at Radwood in Atlanta mm-hmm. on Saturday, about Aston Martins that spontaneously combusted. One was a V12 Vantage that just combusted outside the dude's house, mm-hmm. and the insurance company refused to believe it wasn't arson and wouldn't pay him out on it. And the other one 
it was a Vanquish that caught fire in someone's garage and burned the house. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I have a Vanquish. It's that, in my parents' garage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Poor Taurus for your dad. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we uh, did that till uh, late 90s. Dad jumped in uh, with another business partner. Uh-huh. And then Dad sold his portion in 2007. Uh, we came down to Xavier in Cincinnati. Okay. And uh, married the local girl. Ended up. You did. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And uh, we just learned that if you really take care of your stuff, uh-huh. and you know, people are going to want it. And the whole experience I had with that E28 M5. It was your personal car? It, yeah, it was, uh-huh. it was my second BMW. I had it in college. Mm-hmm. So my, my first one was a 525 that I ended up selling one of my business professors. Made like... You know, 525 is a business profession, college professor's yeah, car. Yeah, one is green. Yeah. Tan interior. It's the most business professor's yeah. car. Yeah, so it made like three grand. I'm like, hmm, that. Was better, this is a that, thing. That's better than yeah. waiting tables. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hold on a minute. Yeah. So what, what's better? <laughs> than, what's better than five twenty five? Well, yeah. an M five. Yeah. So went down to Louisville, Kentucky. Picked this thing up for like twelve five. Took it to a local. I'd always do all my oil changes and any work I just do in the parking lot at the school. Mm-hmm. And then uh, had to do a valve adjustment. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should call professionals. So I ask everybody in the club who's the best shop in town. They recommended me this uh, BMW facility and took it there for an oil change and a valve adjustment. Okay. It's like 600 bucks. Uh-huh. Three days later, hey, car done? Nope. Uh, it's going to be about four grand. Oh, God. I'm like, what? He's like, radiator's leaking, this, that, the other. Did full rest of the inspection, too, for you. Uh, water pump is leaking. So we just changed everything for you. That's that's not how it's supposed to go, right? That's kind of <laughs> what I said. I'm like, this is the four thousand dollars. I mean, this is my beer money. Yes, yeah, so it's a third of the car. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I bought it to make money, and yeah. I, I would you know I'd do it if I knew it needed it. But yeah, I would have yeah. done the stuff myself. Yeah, yeah. More if I knew it needed that much. Yeah. So I decided that uh, there's got to be a better way. So did you have to pay him? I did. Yeah, yeah. to get the car back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was a bad experience. So uh, you know which uh, mechanic was my first hire? Huh. His. <laughs> So he's still with us. Good really? Old, yeah, good old oh, Kent. That's a good one. Yeah. Kent? Kent. Kent. Yeah. yeah we, we call him Dusty. Is the other place still in business? Uh, barely. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it learned, and, and so, it, was, it was good for me at the time. And so that was that. Was that did you just decide when did it become more than well, just you? Well, with driving that car, just I connected with the car. Like, uh-huh. I mean, the, the analog experience. It was just, you know. Let me ask you something. Once you paid the four grand, when you got in the car and drove it home, it drove the same. It drove the same. <laughs> I mean, to, I was pissed. So and I sold it. I think I broke even. That sucks. That's why maintenance sucks because the best fucking thing that can happen is nothing. Yeah, I'm in yeah. a, right now. I'm in a physical therapy program. I, my back is destroyed. My knees are destroyed. I just my body is just fucked, mm-hmm. and I do the absolute best I can in my circumstances to stay healthy. But the best thing that could possibly happen. Is I don't end up in the hospital. Nothing yeah. is the best thing that could happen. Yeah. I'll never be thin. I'll never be six pack. Yeah. You know, but the, the best case scenario, zero. That's so shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So how bad did you get hosed on that M five? Uh, I, th- I think I broke even. Did you? All right. So, there but you go. but that it just that is like mm, M. I, I think that those cars are probably something special, and mm-hmm. I think they might hold their value. Uh-huh. And I think I bought a my next. M car was my first M3, which was a Dynan Stage 3 supercharged E36. Mm-hmm. That was fun. A lot of fun. And just kept one, two, three M cars throughout school. Yeah. Selling them, paying for school, still working, a double major. Just always keeping a rotation. Yeah. 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 It's fun. We're driving different stuff and you get to kind of taste the rainbow. And if yeah, you don't lose you were, money doing it. I mean, it, and for, for, 
I mean, if you're a college kid and you got three BMWs, even if yeah. that's your business, you must be reasonably pimping in college. It was a lot. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, I know what it's like to have a nice car in college. It helps. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially, uh, you know, uh, Xavier's not exactly a, a super party school. It's uh, No? No. I never really hung out there. Maybe that's why. That's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> What's it known? Yeah. Isn't it known for basketball? And that's, They've got a good basketball team. Yeah, yeah. 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 What else do they do there? Drink. <laughs> It's not known for being a party school. They just sad drink there. Yeah. They don't have yeah. in their ASU. They happy drink. Yeah, yeah. They sad drink. Yeah, no, it was a really good school. The business school was great. Entrepreneur programs, you know, top notch. Uh-huh. Um, that was a great school. I mean, it really. It, I started my business plan for one of my uh, business classes. Mm-hmm. I wrote the plan, and just you wrote the plan for EAG in a business class at school. You say, oh, yeah, how so. convenient. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So for fucking homework. Well, you, they, they said go out, someone graded. They said go out and find a business and do all this free stuff for them. I'm like, yeah. I'll just do it for myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's actually the foresight of that is impressive, but it's also, I tell people a lot who want to get into the industry I do, Mm -hmm. you know, they go, how do I do it? And I go, look, you have to be prepared to be a slave. Mm -hmm. You could be a slave for yourself or you could be a slave for someone else. It's your choice. You know, and you, you, you had that same thought. Mm -hmm. You said, I'll be a slave for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was driving to visit my parents last summer and uh, kids in the back and finally sleeping. And and, uh, I'm thinking, how many jobs have I had over the years to get to this job that I've Uh now done 18 years? Uh huh. 21. It's a bunch. Yeah, it's a lot of jobs. A lot of jobs. But it showed me 20 things that I didn't want to do. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And probably a few that you wanted to do, but in different ways. Better ways. Yeah. Smarter ways. Yeah. 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 Yeah, What was like. What was the one? Detasseling corn and sorting potatoes. <laughs> sorting potatoes. That. You've been asked that one before, have you? Sort, <laughs> sorting potatoes, uh, it was awful. I mean, have you ever, like prison. Have you ever, I mean, smelled a fully rotten potato? I, I have, and it's fucking gross. Oh. It's super gross. Yeah. But now the cool, fun thing that we did, because the one guy, that the boss that was really a jerk, we'd uh, sort them all, all the rotten ones, and we'd just get an extra bag, and we'd fill that up. <laughs> and it's hotter than heck, right? Yeah. So, of course, we had to put that in his trunk. Oh, it, was, it was so cruel. Yeah, well, I put a fish it. in someone's car once when I in college. Oh, it was really, really bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. especially if they don't find it for like a day or two. Oh, it's yeah, really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. So you literally did you start this business? You know, was it in the in was it going on in the background of all these other twenty one jobs? Yeah, yep, okay, yep. Cool. It was always going on. I, I I think I had seventeen cars before I graduated high school. Wow. And my dad was always would take us to different dealerships. And he was supportive of this, of oh, this well, enterprise? Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, he would set us in the office with the sales manager. And it's the same guy dad's done all these different deals with. And, and basically, we're watching him do the art of the deal, not only with the cars, but also in his business, yeah. buying and selling uh, farm equipment. Yeah. So he's, he'd always do a coin flip if they couldn't get on the price. You know, 500 bucks, split it. Fair. Uh, winner, you know, wins. You still do that? I, I haven't done it in a while. Uh, it's been a long you don't time. Have to ha- you don't haggle prices anymore. No, right? well, we, we've got consistency, and yeah. that's that's what's really important because we know what the last one sold for. We know that every car data. goes goes through the same process. Yeah. I mean, we spend you know sometimes twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars just rehabbing what we call a rejuvenation of the car to make it right. So every car, whether it's got eighty or eight thousand miles, it's leaving you know constantly ready consistent. to drive. Yeah, yep, and enjoy. The okay. So when did uh, when at what point did the last of the twenty one jobs go by the wayside and this became the full time enterprise? Oh, f- oh, four. Not that long ago. I mean, no. it's fourteen years, but not that long ago yeah. for something that's you know that established. Yeah, yeah. So my brother uh, he went to to Dayton and got smart and decided to finish up at Xavier and uh, brought him in 
I guess it was 05. Yeah. Okay. No, no, it was 04. And uh, he had a really bad car accident in 04 and uh, learned the hard way that tires are the most important thing oh my God. on a car. 33 bones in his legs. <sighs> yeah, it was terrible. Were the tires old or were they, they were worn? Super, they were both. They were super old. It was a yeah. 84 318i. It was my beater car. It was, you know, I, I literally I bought it for 800 bucks, uh-huh. drove it to my dad's shop, washed it, painted it Ford Thunderbird white because I just didn't know any better. Yeah. And uh, Ford does have a particularly terrible white. Yeah, Their was, white is horrible. It's, it's like it's like matte. It's like flat. It is. It's a rent. It's a, re- a pure rental, rental it, well, car. No, it's white. A, uh, the delivery van. It's like a oh, am, like those Amazon vans that yeah, are yeah, everywhere. Yeah, the yeah. worst, terrible, most awful drivers in the world. Yeah. Just, they're always all smashed up. Temp van, temp driver. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nailed it. So uh, uh, yeah, he, he just, uh, it was raining. Sun came out. August uh, slid in front of a bus. Hit head on. So, uh, from is he okay now, yeah, he, like you, he's got uh, you know chronic yeah. uh, pain and, and You wouldn't know looking at him; he's tougher than nails, super tough. I'd probably uh, guess thirty three bones. I would, I would guess. So yeah, yeah. So he um, uh, jumped in with us. Literally, he uh, just went super speedy recovery. And uh, I remember the first building that we rented; it was an old golf gas station. And uh, I'll maybe pull up some pictures. And uh, so Evan's pushing me around in the scaffolding. Wait, can you tell me where to find it instead? That's uh, on Dropbox. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so he's instead of the walker, he's pushing me around on the scaffolding, painting this building. Okay. And, uh, you know, he's definitely been uh, with us ever since. Just super instrumental in everything that we do. Nice. Yeah. So what was – you're always focused on M cars. Yeah. I mean, it's special BMWs. And special BMWs. You know, Z8s. And yeah. The fun, rare, you know, enthusiast cult. Oriented stuff. Yeah, you, I first heard of you guys from a couple of people. My friend Adam Bellin bought a clown shoe from mm, you guys. Yeah, yeah, black one. Uh huh. New York and uh, Zuckerman, of course. Yeah, he and some it. other people. I think I think you had a couple of um, at a at, at one point. I think when E30 started to get very expensive, I think you had a couple of of sort of breakout cars that were like you know insanely priced because they were museum pieces or whatever yeah. it was so i remember i remember at first hearing like holy shit this place has is really expensive mm-hmm. uh and uh and then i you know I, people who like to buy uh old cars without any hassles mm-hmm. tend to buy them from you yeah and so i i thought it would be uh interesting to see what it is that makes you tick yeah, and no, I appreciate you having us out here. Uh, we we just you know we're very lucky to turn our ho- hobby and passion into you know our career and and surround ourselves with great people. Um, yeah, you know we've got more than two dozen people full time, full restoration shop, full service center, probably forty thousand square foot of facility and storage. Wow, crazy! Yeah, yeah it's it's a blessing. We're we're super super fortunate. We're in the right place, right time. You know, uh, when the market turned down, I decided that uh, if we're going to buy M's and, and all these E30 M3s hit the market. You know, that's the first thing to sell when yeah. sh- you know shit hits the fan. Yeah, luxury item. Yeah. So we, I think we had 27 E30 M3s at once. Wow. Yeah, that was the highlight. And just buying anything you found that wasn't full of rust. Pretty. Yeah, much, I mean, or? it was a little bit looser back then. I mean, we didn't know what we know today. Yeah. You know, and you learn as you go, and 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 try to keep getting better and better and better. Yeah. And back in the early days, I mean, it was tough. I mean, it was definitely tough. But uh, 80 hours a week, 90 hours a week, every yeah. week. But uh, we knew what we wanted to do and where we wanted to go and the mission statement, you know, just industry standard of quality. We just did wanted the, the best. Did the market come back in a way that you sort of predicted? Yeah, it, it did. did. Yeah. 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 I was, I was pretty confident that the quality, whether it's a great car or not, or not as far as you know, cult following, yeah. if you got the best DeLorean, it's the best one. Yeah. I did have the best DeLorean. Did you sell it? Yeah. I got a lot of money for it. So there you go. I sold it for $57,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah. 
and the guy who paid the guy who bought it bought it from Germany. Mm. So he paid bring a trailer, buyer's premium. He paid in euros, and then mm-hmm. he had to ship it from L.A. to Bavaria. So he probably paid seventy five grand for the fucking car. Lots. Yeah, it was it was the best one though, actually. And I don't say that lightly. I I went well out of my way. I didn't like driving it at all. Yeah, <laughs> big surprise. I, I've heard they're not. Uh... No, I love looking at it in my garage though. And gorgeous that, car. That was. I mean, every time I went out to the garage, I really really enjoyed looking at it. Um, is the uh, don't worry about it. Is um, the you know when you said you put up to forty thousand dollars into a car to rehab it. Mm-hmm. Is that it wasn't the right car that we shouldn't we shouldn't have bought that one. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I, I figured that's not. <laughs> yeah, a standard, that, that, not there a there was procedure. a mistake that was made, and it's usually uh, an oversight, and somebody thinks that they've got something that's nicer than it actually is. And, yeah, and, you know every. Uh, thankfully, you know most of the cars that we buy, you know, organically come to us these days, and, and it's every day that it's the it's the best well, it's be the best buying, one I've ever seen. At this point, you got to be buying the same cars back and forth, right? That's yeah, that was not that your your that's thing? My thing. That's yeah. what Zuckerman said is your thing. He says yeah. you like to do that. Yeah, I mean, we we know that the hard work is finding the right car and making it that much better. You buy the car that's an eight on the ten scale and make it a nine and a half. Yeah. If you sell it to the right guy, it's always going to be a nine. Yeah, yeah. So why wouldn't you want it back? Yeah, All the hard work's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. So I totally get. That. That. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. That was the second E30 M3 we ever sold. The guy calls me back. A pair of brothers. Uh, it was a white and a black one. It was the second and third one we ever sold. This guy flies up from Texas with his brother from Chicago. They come meet us there at Cincy. And they buy uh, Alpine White and a Diamond Shorts. And the Diamond Shorts owner in Texas owned it for about a year, year and a half. Diamond Shorts black? Yeah. yeah okay. It's like a metallic, metallic black. black. Yeah. Right, yep. yeah. Yep. Softest color there is for that mm-hmm. color. And um, so he uh, called me a year later and said, hey, I put a uh, Nakamichi head unit in it. I changed the wheels to these contours, uh, diamond shorts on cardinal red, which was a really good color combo, early yeah. color. And it's like, yeah, I know the car. It's a good car. So, yep, I'll take that. Take please. It. Yep. And so, yeah, I think that was I sold it to him for like 21 grand. I gave him 18 grand back a year later. He was happy, easy, yeah. low, you know, no hassle. And mm-hmm. he knows the car's going to go to a good home. He built a little bit of a relationship with it, wanted to, you know, keep it in the, the right, you know, custodian, pass on the torch. Yeah. When you said, you said, you know, you know some more things now that you didn't know then. Mm-hmm. Is there, what, what are some of the major with like the early stuff, the E28 M5s and the E30 M3s? What are some of the major like big no nos? Like, don't even spend any money on this car because you're just fucked. I mean, it's the same with all the cars. It's rust. It's just uh, it's, I mean, not, you know, there's I mean, nothing nothing truly unique about about the problems with those cars. It's just you know it's, it doesn't have all the treating you know an undercarriage uh, protection that the newer stuff has. Just like for instance, like example, like mm-hmm. I have a 2001 SL Mercedes yep. that I just I love. It's a good car. And it's really really clean. Yep. Low mile car. One owner. The great built, car. Like built, built like a tank. Built like tanks. Really has aged well. Mm-hmm. Um. If you're looking at one of those, mm-hmm. you can have a car that runs and drives perfectly and mm-hmm. then from 10 feet away will look perfect. But if the hydraulics on the top are blown, the top has a tear in it, and two of the eight wood pieces are cracked in the trim, that car is basically totaled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's what I was trying to pry out of you. Yeah, if there's, if yeah, there's so any, any big no-nos with the with The, the, uh, the dashes that crack mm-hmm. are really hard to get, and so mostly you're left to just have to recover it, yeah. and that's not cheap. Um, you know, the interiors are pretty... Um, and that's uh, done by hand, presumably, right? Uh, I've never had to do it. Really? Yeah, just, just, just avoid the car to begin with. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, the, the leather, you know, the, the recovering of, sh- of the leather is never going to be a perfect match. Mm-hmm. 
the big you know no no for us is non numbers matching. You know, if it really? doesn't, it doesn't the, it, not all original panels. Uh, not, knowingly, I don't want to buy that car. Really, and, and you have enough inventory of good cars that you'll never buy it just to go. Well, maybe it's maybe I'll sell this one at a seven price instead of at a mm, nine price. I don't really want to do that. It's it's four times as much work. That's I mean, and, and, God bless and, you. Yeah, it's just uh, it's not what we're set out to do. All right. Yeah. Cool. I'll take it. Yeah, so uh, the uh, the E30s, I would say the you know the big thing on those is you definitely want to get a compression leak down test done because it can still run, drive great, and have low compression and be on the short side of uh, needing a motor replacement or a rebuild. That's expensive. What's a what's an is an S14? Is yeah, a BMW? S14. Yeah. My BMW engine codes can be off. I'm yeah, sorry, but I'll what keep, is a rebuild? I'll, I'll keep you straight. Uh, Fifteen to twenty. That's a shitload. Yeah. That's a lot. For especially a small especially motor. Ten, 10 years ago. That was and it, the prices have only went up but not by a lot. It's always been really expensive and that's why there's so many swaps. So I mean, if you look at 10 E30M3s, how many of them have a swap motor? Yeah, yeah. Six? A bunch. Yeah, lots. I, a bunch. And actually could be kind of fun. Hmm. I mean, I it like I, one of my favorite BMWs I've ever driven was an S54 swapped E30, yeah. and it was a rock star. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was so great. Yeah. I mean, I, I would I'd probably Spend twenty grand on something like that for sure. Yeah, yeah, like right. a three twenty five with a with a fifty four in it. Hell yeah! Right, right. And we've we've had a couple. We've done a couple. A lot of work to do it right. Um, yeah, I think the coolest one we had, um, it was a six cylinder M five. It was a S thirty eight B thirty six, so three point six liter. So similar to uh, what you know, Alpina or Hartke would have done of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that ripped. I mean, and put just, that in an E30. Yeah, that must have been mobbing. Yeah, it was four hundred horsepower engine or something like that. Yeah, mid threes, but I you know, that rocks. but you know, same torque. Yeah, and that just add torque in that car. Yeah, it just rips. Because even the S54, you had to wind it, you yeah. know, a bit. But the thing weighed like twenty five hundred pounds. It was crazy. Yeah, super yeah. super fun. Now, but the Sport Evo, that that's like the perfect balance of power to weight. Yeah, um, it's notably quicker than the U.S. cars. The U.S. cars are the most watered down, one hundred ninety two horse. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're great cars, um, but when you compare them to what Europe had at the time, that, uh, the Sport Evo, the Evo 2, the Johnny Chicago, those, uh, you know, low 200, 215, and 220 horse. But the Sport Evo, it's 238, and uh, that, between the gearing ratio of that too, that's probably one of my, it's probably my favorite driving BMW uh, total. Yeah. I have only, I believe, ever had to have, gotten to have a go in, uh, in U.S. cars. Uh, is that that's one right? Sport yeah, well, you, should, you should come out and you can drive everything from the U.S. car. Oh, I'd love to to the Evo two, the, the, uh, the giant Chicago. The U.S. ones, I mean, the U.S. ones are nice, but uh, only in like third and fourth gear to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Like the, the second gear, they're just they just got no balls. You got to already you, you got to yeah. If you keep it at forty five hundred and up, yeah, great, lovely, all the time. Fifteen grand for a motor is a lot. Mm, for, lot for, a lot more for a Sport for, Evo for a two hundred horsepower engine. That's yeah. a lot. Of yeah, I just had a nine eleven, a, a eighty seven nine eleven engine rebuilt, and it was it was it's like fifteen. And yeah. it's, you know, for a two hundred and twenty horsepower engine, you go, God, that really hurts. Right, it's <laughs> more on a nine thirty. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, beautiful cars, though. I am a fan of the E thirty size and shape has uh has aged well beyond its years. Yeah, yeah, the the flares. I mean, it's just a gorgeous. Everything has a purpose. I mean, mm-hmm. everything on the car does something, and it was just you know the height I think of of their engineering, and that's why they won so many races. It's you know one of the most successful yeah. racing cars in automobile racing history. Yeah. What about like some of the more uh, I mean modern stuff? Because you you know you buy E ninety twos and E forty sixes and yeah. all that. Like L- what lots, you know? Hundreds. Yeah. What's what's um, 
you know the market looking like on those these days? Yeah, it's great. It's is really it strong. strong? Yeah, really strong. Is that because you think people are not really about the turbo motors and stuff? Or I, I think in the you know car hobby as a general, you know, not just BMWs, but I mean the analog, fully mechanical days are over. Right. And in the last couple of years, we now clearly see that that there's no chance of it coming back. Yeah, I mean because the cars, the the companies we are ex- we would expect to produce such things are simply not correct. Um, and and the Porsches yeah. still having but, a go at it. Yep. But, you know. And BMW did a good job with the M2. That, the M2 is lovely. Yeah. I like the M2 a lot. Yeah. I just drove um, the fucking M550 mm-hmm. XI, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Ugh. I don't yeah. care if it has 450 horsepower. Get the fuck out of here with it's that. It's numb. Just, it is like, it is numb, numb. Mm-hmm. Like someone drove a Rolls Dawn and said, can you make it more <laughs> like this, numb? Like, really? It's distant. Yeah. Very distant. Yeah, it's sad. I mean, the, I think the, in some ways, AMG is the new Mercedes. New, new BM, new M. I'm sorry, I said yeah. It's sorry, okay. the new M. Yeah, yeah. yeah. New E63 rocks. Yeah, they they've definitely uh, pulled out in front. I think on the newer stuff. The uh, engines are very exciting. That four liters, mm, yeah, that's very good. Yes, the four liter twin turbo Mercedes motor. That's mm-hmm. that's real deal goodness there. Yeah. Um. So, but e but e forty sixes and ninety twos. Yeah, doing the, well. The forty sixes again. You know, high rate of attrition. They built. You know. 35,000, something like that, coupes and convertibles for the North America, I believe, if that's right. But and how many owners sent it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and in finding a, a later production car with a six-speed, uh, you know, that's especially in the competition. That's what you want, right? End yeah. of the end of the run, six speeds? Yeah, I mean, the, the competitions do the best. I think they made 2,410 of those. What are those um, going for? 40 to 80. Jesus, mm-hmm. that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But it's not had, an eighty thousand dollar driving experience. Sorry to say. If you had one back in the day, though, and you had all those great memories, you know, it, well, so it's a, it's not like the new stuff. And it's a car you can completely wind out, use a hundred percent of what the car's capable of all the time, and not get in too much trouble. Tried to do that with that four liter. I loved, you know, I I love the argument that slow is better, and therefore I should pay more for it. <laughs> if <laughs> I I'm a, I, I get slow car fast. I've I have I'm a hatchback owner. Mm-hmm. I understand all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know where I love slow car fast at nineteen nine ninety five. I don't love slow car fast <laughs> at eighty five grand. Eighty five grand, I want fast car fast. That's just me personally. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, a lot of fucking rich people out there don't give a fuck, man. Well, and they've you know they had a lot of great memories in that car. They yeah. you know built their business when they were driving you know the three twenty five i, and they wanted the M three, couldn't afford it. Um, hey man, know. I spent forty five grand restoring a Delorean. So who the fuck am I to talk? And, and why, <laughs> you had that car. You had the poster, right? I had, yeah, it was it was it was more than that. It was I I had the poster. I was a, obviously a Back to the Future fan, mm-hmm. but my my very first ever car magazine that my dad bought me when I was like five had the DeLorean on the cover of it, mm-hmm. and so it was it was seared. Yeah, there's love both for, for dad and the car for for yeah. the whole for the whole yeah. experience of it. It was seared. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was glad I was able to make money off it if, because I expected to not ever see a dime. Back, yeah, but, you know, but I'm, I mean, look, I, I I here's the thing, I. That same Spartanburg trip I talked to you about before. Mm-hmm. I drove an E36 lightweight. Yeah. Oh, had, the Michelin car. Huh? The Michelin test car. Could be. It had. If it was at Spartanburg, it probably was. It had like 900 miles on it. Oh, then not that car. Yeah. This had like 90,000. No, no. This had 900 miles. Okay. So was, Michelin used a lightweight as their, one of their test mules. Okay. Well, so this one was, was fundamentally brand new. It mm-hmm. came out of their museum. Mm-hmm. And it drove exactly like a $5,000 E36 M3 that I could buy on Craigslist. And if, if it were to be sold at your store, it would be a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. Easy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we sold lots of them. And that's just, you know, that's numbers mm-hmm. and it's mileage. It's a, small, it's, it's a small club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. For me, spending the big dollars is about a driving experience. Mm-hmm. And, and an E36 lightweight doesn't give that high of a level of experience. Yeah. So that's, that's just me. Yeah, well, it's got a lot of history. I mean, that, that car yeah. was kind of a turning point for the brand. And, and you know, the big long story, the E36, you know, almost didn't come to this market. Uh, you know, the BMW guys wrote a letter saying, hey, you know, we want this car. And they had... You know, tens of thousands of signatures. The E36 almost didn't come to this market. Right. Too expensive. That's why they. It was the too expensive. Yeah. Eric you Weinsberg. mean you mean the the M3 or the, the E36 M3? Just the M3. Correct. Oh, okay. Excuse yeah, me. 325 yeah. was you know. Oh yeah. I, you know, I was like, what sure, do you mean sure, they were going to sure. give up the three series? Oh, you meant the M3. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's why we got the shit motor. Yeah, because it, it made the uh, cost projections work. Yeah. Yeah. Have you driven the one with the good motor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it that much better? It's notably quicker, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it makes some really good sounds. I mean, it's the predecessor to the S54, which is you know, one of the best naturally aspirated engines BMW ever, ever will make. Uh, it is nice. It's a good engine. I've, yeah. I've never uh, been in the presence of the Euro E36, so mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm a, I'm, yeah. I'm merkin. Yeah, the, it's, it's, a, it's a great car, six throttle bodies. Yeah, it's a really good engine. sounds good. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it's, so how many, how many lightweights do they make? 126. That's all 126. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do it. Small club. Yeah, and there's a lot of unique stuff. I mean, aluminum doors. It's about 200 pounds less. It just didn't no feel sunroof, it. It just which didn't feel is great. Cloth. There was one at the dealer when my dad was shopping cars when I was a kid, and I yeah. was like, "Dad, look at it. Come, but you should buy this. He's look, like, it's the lightweight." He goes, "You want me to pay more? And it's got no air conditioning, and no radio." And he's like, "What are you retarded?" Yeah, you know? yeah, they didn't sell very well. <laughs> We bought one. Uh, There's going to be uh, 2015 Z28s with no AC. Mm-hmm. They're still sitting on lots. You mm-hmm. can't get rid of them. Nobody wants them. And in 50 years, they're going to be worth a million dollars. Yeah. But yeah. you gotta. But you got to have a parking space for 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the overhead of that's yeah. expensive. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cars, though. You know, the Z3 M Coupe, the Z4 M Coupe, the late E30 M3s, you know, yeah. all of those towards the end, they didn't sell very well, and they mm-hmm. get big, big rebates. Yeah. That's a, a car that has had a very long run and mm-hmm. trickles out, like... Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, you know, uh, like late FJ cruisers where they sold like seven of them a year. Mm-hmm. And what, what other, what other car lived way past its prime? That Taurus. you know what's crazy is with stuff like radwood and whatever is and as car museums are hiring younger people Mm -hmm. i i'm starting to visit car museums and car shows and seeing uh really mint examples of like boring cars from the 80s and going fuck me i haven't seen an escort wagon in like 15 years and mm-hmm. this guy's got one mm-hmm. someone at radwood just showed up with one of those diesel oldsmobiles like a from the early 80s when gm mm-hmm. attempted mm-hmm. to make a diesel v8 mm-hmm. this guy showed up with a mint perfectly functional perfectly running diesel oldsmobile i think it was a delta 88 or something mm-hmm. it was like you're like you can't believe someone has taken the the initiative to keep this thing alive yeah they all have probably three hundred thousand miles the, the, yeah, this one had the forty. I mean, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what happened to it? Yeah. Um, do you uh, have you had some pretty eclectic customers that have oh. either scuttled <laughs> some things away or brought you some really bizarre stuff? Yeah, yeah, we have. Um, I mean, there's a. We've met a lot of really interesting people, um, I and mean, that's one of the best parts, honestly. I mean, yeah. And and you know, a lot of the business guys that we've met that have been quite successful, and and you know, sharing our story with them and listening to everything that. Uh, they share with us and, and how they got there and how they you know made it has honestly been massively helpful to get to where we're at. I mean, yeah. the, the, the 
client. Now there's some, there's some bad with the good, of course, but, uh, you get that with retail. Yeah. The, um, uh, there's one guy in uh, Southern California that I think he bought three, four, five of everything. You know, and a lot of people know the story. He'd drive one and just keep the others in wrappers. And when yeah. he was done with the, that one, you know, the idea was to go out and get another one, unwrap it. But he just never un- unwrapped past the first one. So uh, actually, uh, McNeil so, just that, that it's was like the, that Tommy Wiseau thing. You ever see the 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 the, the movie about the making of uh, the was it the room? Yeah, it's no, I'm not he, seeing that one. He's a guy who doesn't know how to make a movie, and he starts by buying all the cameras mm. instead of like renting them. That's like what right. this guy does. Yeah. Like, I think I want to collect these. Let me buy six. Yeah, he bought a bunch of Z8s, and actually that E39 M5 that just sold at Gooding was part of that collection originally. Oh, before, what'd that uh, thing get? 160 hammer. Wow. Was it like brand new? 400 and some yeah. miles, yeah. 160 grand. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. It's a ton. Yeah. I'll take a brand new Panamera Turbo S. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the same point, anybody can go out and buy that Panamera. They could. There's only Anyone one or two or three of those any, that are that low. Yeah, I know. But yeah. but if but but if the virtue of it is that it's that low, mm-hmm. well, it's it's a second one. That's his queen. Yeah, he's got his driver. Yeah, all right. More than likely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a big, that was a big sale. Yeah, that's, I mean that's. I'm not surprised at how many 400-mile E39M5s can there be. Zero. Yeah, yeah I mean, just a couple. There's got to be none. But it's, I, that, that's a, it's a tough thing for me to, like, I don't know, personally reconcile, I guess, mm-hmm. because it's just, it, unless you have just a giant warehouse, it can shove it in a corner. And people do. Yeah, and, and that sitting around that long on some of the older stuff is not exactly great for it. So then you've got to have you know, somebody taking care of it all the time. And it's, right. it's responsibility. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Dude, cars are a pain in the ass. Yeah. If you have more than hmm, 10. T- I would say less. I mean, maybe maybe where you live, because you guys have a little more space yeah, than we have oh, here. In, here in Los Angeles, man, if you have more than, like, three, it becomes, like, a real job. Yeah. It's crazy. All Almost all day yesterday, all I did was drive car, my cars where they needed to go. How many cars do you have? One. <laughs> f- five. Yeah. It's It's... It's six. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pare it down. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I just just yanked out my headphones. Uh, we're still recording though. Sorry. Um, I'm actually giving. I'm raffling off one of my cars this fall. Which one? Uh, the Fox Body, the Mustang. That one. Oh, cool. It's gonna be cool. Yep, there we go. Headphones back in the game. Uh, yeah. They'll, don't freak out, people. If you're just hearing that for the first time, you haven't missed anything. There will be details. I promise. It's it's a legal thing. We're raffling off the car. It's gonna be fun. Charity's gonna get some money. Um, and, um, you know, building a Safari 911. So, yeah. Off road sports that cars. That sounds a lot of very fun. Very cool. Yeah, I saw one of those coming uh, down, I guess it was 101. Oh, from Monterey? Mm-hmm. What color? It was blue. Oh. I just saw it from the back. Just was for it a like second. a li- the light blue? Yeah. Yeah, I know that car. Yeah. Uh, Lee Keen, who's, who does, who's, who's doing these things, um, mm-hmm. is building mine. Mine will be ready in about three weeks. It's going to be up at Rensport. Where are you driving it first? Well, it's, it. it's being shipped up to San Francisco from Atlanta for mm-hmm. Rensport. And mm-hmm. then I, there are a couple trails on the way back to L.A. I was going to hit right after Rensport awesome. on the way back. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm not going to I'm not going to be hardcore off roady about it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually it's actually an urban 
uh, thing for me. Yeah. Um, uh, driving around L.A. in some ways is kind of off-roady. Yes, it is. And the idea of having a lifted 911 is extremely appealing to Curb, me. Curbs, no problem. Curbs, and you know, we don't have gu- we don't have uh, sewers here. Mm-hmm. They cut the rain gutters into the streets. I noticed that. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Yeah, and it's it, it doesn't work when it's dry, and it doesn't work when it's wet. No, yeah, <laughs> driving a little car around that. Is... So, But when I had a Raptor, and you can just mob over that stuff, yeah. oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. And so the idea of having a miniature version of that is extremely appealing. That looks good. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, Goes yeah. Good. Um, so you mentioned briefly Z4Ms. Mm-hmm. Are those uh, are those coming up? Yeah, I think so. Uh, are they finally getting their due? The, the Z3, second gen Z3, always kind of outshined them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Z4Ms is a great car. Um, you know, they're they're stiff. Uh, they're just definitely stiff, and they're a little heavy. Yeah, for their size, thirty four hundred ish. They're a little bounce. bit heavy for their size. How yeah. much? How heavy is a, a second gen clown shoe? S54 clown shoe. Just over 3,000. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have effectively the same motor. Uh, yeah. Slight output difference, but... Uh, S54 clown shoes, are they're hairy. They're fun. They're fun. I, I'm too big. You got to be... What do you think the hard limit is on height? We, yeah, this uh, that's one of the first qualifiers I'll ask somebody. He's like, I want a Z3M coupe, and how tall are you? I can't fit. I'm 6'2", yeah. and I'm 265 pounds, and I cannot fit. You got to be at least two inches shorter than me. Yeah, six foot. I'm I'm right at six foot, and that's hard limit. That's it. I, if I could take another half inch back, I would. Yeah. If I could go another half inch down, do I they would. They all have that cage behind them. Mm-hmm. They do, so you don't get. Dis- so there, there's some tricks that you can do to, to get a little bit more room. Um, but six to it depends on your leg to, to torso ratio too. Yeah. If you're long legged, uh, you can you actually probably won't fit quite as well. If you're long torsoed, uh, you can fit a little bit easier because your knees are not hitting the stalks. Yeah, the long leg is completely out. Yeah. It's, it's very, it was very hard for me to drive one, actually, yeah. which was unfortunate because it was fast and ragged and well, you, and can, you drive it with the right pedal. <laughs> totally. I mean, it's just that thing totally. just loves to – it's just very tell-happy. And you feel like you're sitting on the rear axle. You can touch the rear wheel almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, sticking your arm out. Yeah. They are, they're very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't super um, well-received by the automotive journalist community when it first came out. Yeah, why was that? I don't know. I, I, was it because they still use some E30 architecture? I, I, think don't that's, I think that's what makes it so great. I got to go dig out some old uh, road and tracks and see yeah, what they yeah, said I mean, about the clown shoe. Comparing it to the, uh, I guess, the Boxster at the time, um, which was you know good car for its debut. Um, boxers are good. Mm-hmm. Boxers are good, but not great. Not by a '97 boxer, right? <laughs> right. Now the Slow. S54 M coupes, both Z3 and Z4, have done pretty well. Stable. Um, yeah. The Z4 M coupe is just starting to get a little bit more excited. Mm. Uh, but you know they made just what, just under 1,800. Not That's very many. That's a small number over yeah. three years. And they're all manual, right? Mm-hmm. All manual, yeah. Yep. And then the well, Isn't the Z4 M coupe the last BMW with a key? I think someone told me that it's the last key start. That would probably be about right. Some, yeah. I think the guy who Never brought me one that. to review said it was the last key start yeah. BMW. Yeah. I think that's probably about right. I know, I've never thought about that, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you can add it to your, you can add it to you your got, sales you got, description. You got to learn yeah. something new every day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if you, if for, for your, what's in your garage, your personal uh, stable? Is it, is it in the, yeah. on the website, the R collection I saw? Yeah, some, some, was of, that? some of it is. Yeah. Oh, where did, did I just, I navigated away from the site? Oh, man. EABMW.com. Yeah, the uh, EAG, EAG collection. Right there. EAG yeah. collection. Let's yeah. let's take a look and see what's in your collection right now. You got an M coupe on two wheels. On two wheels. What mm-hmm. track is that? Mid, I think it's Mid Ohio. Is that Mid O? Mm-hmm. I'm racing in Mid O in October. Great track. 
It's one of the best tracks to I learn love it. the sport. I mean, that L- track has so much to offer. You ever drive in the wet? Yeah. Scariest fucking place. Fun. The, second Especially only that. <laughs> second only to the Nürburgring for being scary in the wet. I drove that in the wet last. The Nürburgring it, is terrifying in the wet. Yeah. That's yeah. unbelievable. What were you driving? M2. Ooh. Did the uh, M performance school for two days out there? Hell yeah! And the the second day, the you know they give you the two the couple laps at the very end of the school once you, right. you put it all together. Yeah, pouring. <laughs> it was fun. It was a lot of fun though. It was it's, a little little bit uh, nerve wracking. It's hairy. It's yeah. really hairy. That the spray paint that everyone sprays on the street makes it slick. Super slick. Yeah, it yeah. was it was gnarly. I'm gonna go back I think and do this course with uh, Ron Simmons and Ross Bentley. Yeah, from uh, RSR. Yeah, yeah. You know them? I know Ron. Ron's yeah, cr- he's a crazy driver. I rode with him at Spa. Dude, we went out when I went out with him in the in an M, his M3 yeah. in the pissing rain. Yeah. He goes, this is going to be really fun. No mm-hmm. one's going to be on the track. It's and true. we went out and just was doing drift laps and he mm-hmm. fucking looped the thing and almost almost tagged the wall. Mm-hmm. He was being aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I rode around with a you know, modified GTR at Spa with him. Oh my god. And he just went out, I mean, 10 tenths. Bonsai. And, total. Bonsai. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it was he was kamikaze, you know, everybody coming into the corners. Yeah. But it was fun, and it was you know we made it. He said he had twenty. He says he has twenty five thousand laps of the Nurburgring. I believe it. <laughs> twenty five. That's a lot, man. A that's, lot. A, that's a lot. It's a lot. How many miles is that? It takes that a long time 20, to do a lap. <laughs> yeah, it's just over twenty one kilometers. Uh, yeah, thirteen miles. Uh, that's what is that? A lot. It's a fuck ton of Nurburgring miles. Doing that, man. Five hundred twenty five thousand kilometers. Kilometers. Okay, so it's like three hundred thousand Nurburgring miles. That's three hundred twenty five thousand miles. That's so badass. <laughs> That's uh, that's so badass. That's ten times around the equator <laughs> on the Nurburgring. <laughs> so you've got an M coupe. What's the yeah. what's the enthusiast auto support? <laughs> that's vehicle? our that's our parts hauler. Parts hauler. Yeah. It's like, it looks like a three thirty five wagon or something. Yeah, it's uh, that that wrap has been on that thing for ten years. It's never coming off. <laughs> it's not looking too great these days. And you got an 06 M three manual uh, competition package. Yeah. That's, o- uh, wait, did I say that right? 06 yeah. M three manual competition package. You've got an E thirty M three, a two thousand and two TII. Oh no, I'm so sorry, folks. I'm not. I haven't brought the screen over. Forgive me. Uh, let's see. Ooh, an M three with what is that with a stroker motor in it? Yeah, it's with a two, two and a half, two five. What is, what kind of power does that make? About two forty, two fifty. Oh, that's got to be lively. Yeah, is it rev is good. More lighter flywheel. Really big uh, intake manifold. Mm. Big do you bodies. guys do those or do you send those yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's nothing we don't do in house at this point. Do you guys service customers' cars as yeah, well? Yeah, it's a good portion of our business. And resto and stuff like that too. We can and do, but we try not to get into the restorative work because the stuff we want to start with has to be quite a bit nicer to begin with. Yeah. So it's more of a rejuvenation. We'll bring right. it, bring it back. Uh, you know, recommission the car if it's been sitting for a long time. Mm-hmm. And actually, we've had just a ton of cars shipped to us. Um, mainly guys buying stuff off bat, and they buy it and just ship it straight to us. Say so go so through it. Funny. And then uh, you know we basically do what we do and, and make the car right. But they're sitting in my chair making the decisions on how far they want to go because you know we don't have a, a filter. I mean, we just do it all. Yeah. So uh, that's a pretty big portion of our business. We have I think twenty five cars right now shipped in from all over the country that's to go through. So- but that's usually, great, great business, though, huh? 
Yeah, I mean, we know what we're doing, and we're so specialized. I mean, all of my guys have been with us for so long, and they're seeing the same cars day in and day out. Yeah. And so, you know, doing E39 M5 clutch, that's an hour yeah, and Yeah, so you have, like, you deal with, like, seven cars. Yeah, it's like 12, but yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. not, I mean, even even an average dealership would be dealing with a way bigger variety than that. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, a, lot of, a lot of overlap stuff, uh, you know, between the models. Yeah. But uh, Tell me about the Z1. I love that car. I've never driven a Z1, but it's like I've always, always, always it's wanted so to. It's so much fun. Now it, you're gonna have it, some you have some fitment issues. Are they that small? It's about it's about the same as a Z3 M coupe, uh, okay. but obviously with a top down. Um, that was a great uh, great day. What was that? That was uh, the first Concorde I ever put a car in, and they're like, "Do you want it to be judged?" And I'm like, "Man, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing." Yeah. No, and the judges come by, and one of them you know knew us. And he's like, "Well, just have it judged. Have it judged." And I'm like, okay, fine, fine, just judge it. And uh, they're like, um, so tell us about the car. I told them the car's history, and, and they're like, what did you do to prepare the car for the event? And, and the car was so nice, um, you know, like, you know I, I just I washed it. I got in it and drove it here. It's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, turns out it won best of class, uh, future classics. <laughs> and so then I was, you know, hooked. I mean, this Concorde thing, this this is fun. What is this seat about? Yeah, it's is like it, a camo, and then it's got uh, the painted uh, color match backs. Is the the pictures? Is it just a strange picture though? It's it's what are the materials? It's like it's like a camo. It's like a pre, what's camo like this, before Alcantara? Well, and then this is kind of an Alcantara f- uh, finish. Um, oh, okay, you know, it's got a little bit of a nap to it. Oh, but this pattern this on a, the leather is there you go. Yeah. is a printed pattern. That's mm-hmm. not cracked. Oh, Correct. weird. Correct. Yep. Oh, okay. The picture, the picture lied to me. Like, vi- oh, I get it now. Oh, camo, like mm-hmm. actual camouflage. Yeah, it's got a little camo pattern to it. <laughs> oh, fuck, I thought I didn't. I didn't hear camouflage. I'm sorry. I heard some. What is a wind deflector here? Uh, that's a, the bar that the uh, top mounts to. Oh. So I guess it's also probably structural. It is structural. And there's a gap there between the windshield and the, mm-hmm. the let air. Does it direct yep. air down? Yep. And these little visors have a little vent to it so you can kind of get the air exactly where you want. Oh, man. Is it as fun to drive as it looks? It is. I mean, it turns tons of heads. Yeah. It's a Z axle rear, which is fun. It's an E30 you know, drivetrain engine, right. M20, so it's bulletproof, you know, 167 yeah. horsepower. It's a slow car, but yeah. it's really fun is to it, drive is fast. Is it heavy? They no, put a bunch of stuff it's in. super light. Uh, all the body panels you know, come on and off real quick. You've got to be careful. They, they crack really easy at this point because they're getting kind of up there in years. Yeah. What are they but, made of, uh, fiberglass? Uh, no, it's, it's a early, I guess it, you call it ABS plastic. Uh-huh. It's, the, it's the bendy kind of plastic. Rubbermaid plastic. It's like, like that. Like yeah, Saturn? Like the Saturn. Like yeah, the yeah, Saturn? yeah, yeah. If you beat me to it. It's so funny yeah. when you see a Saturn like racing in lemons or something. It's like, that thing is way too nice. And you go, no, dude, it's plastic. Yeah. Like, even yeah. if it's a hunk of shit, it's going to look all right. Yeah. 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 No, it's a, it's these a fun have been, car. I've, I've been watching these for a while going, mm-hmm. man, uh, maybe I'll import one or mm-hmm. something because they're just so different and i love weird shit it's weird and i thought maybe if i found one that was fucked i could put an s54 in that, that instead would be of in a i'm sure some, i'm sure some guys have done it someone must have yeah, yeah. and alpina and hartke got their hands on them back in period two and yeah. did some small things to them at the time it's but, very it's very tempting well, and the, co- the colors though i mean that was a wild color and, and then they did a fun yellow which is pretty cool yeah and there's i, saw, I remember seeing a red mm-hmm. there's a yep. white uh green yeah. Black Trump shorts. Yeah. What's the market like on these right now? You know, it, that's the first one that I found that was good enough for us to buy. And, you know, hey, I'm my own best customer at the end of the day. Right. And so, uh, you know, I kept it. And, and that's actually, I think, I think I've owned that car longer than any car I've ever owned. I think I got it in 11. Wow. And uh, it's taken that long. I, I mean, the ones I've seen sell are not cheap. No. I well, mean, even a, the one I saw was kind of whatever. It wasn't great. And it yeah. was like. 
fifty grand. Well, do you remember the red one at uh, I guess it would have been Bonhams two and a half two years ago? Monterey had uh, delivery mileage. Oh, delivery mileage. And no, it yeah. did a hundred and some grand at the, at the time. There's a lot of them in Europe that have sold for six figures. Yeah. Well, delivery uh, mileage, I feel like it should be should, high. Should be, yeah. It should be yep, high. Yeah, the, the sub 10,000 mile, that's going to be kind of your tier one market that's right. going to bring typically between 80 and a buck 25 to even buck 50. But it's, wow. it's, the color's a big thing with those. Mm -hmm. The rare what about, colors. What about driver quality? Driver quality, you'll spend 50 to 70. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of money for a slow car. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Uh, definitely a uh, very unique way ahead of its time. I no, mean, they're cool. I mean, it's, look at the uh, the flares here tying into the E30 M3. They got the bump up like that uh, 8 uh, I drove. It's a must a must for every for the for an for every oddball collection, you know. Yeah, so it's taken this long. We just got two of these actually coming in right now. Z1s? Yep. Nice. Yep. Got a green one and uh, just closed a deal with a, a fellow from Europe uh, this week up in Monterey for a yellow one. That's awesome. How was your pebble? Did you did you buy or sell or what'd you do? I I, I spectated. It really? Was, it was a lot of fun. Met a lot of you know, seen a lot of good friends. Um, you know, if you go enough years, know where to go and yeah, go to all the fun parties and stuff. Where do you like to hang out? Uh, Concord on the Avenue was a really good event this year. Yeah, uh, that's I think probably one of my favorites, and I think a lot of people would would probably agree with that. Is that the, that when they drew, you mean when they drive to Carmel that thing? No, that's the, that's that? the tour on Thursday. The Con Concord on the Avenue. It's what's on, that? on uh, Tuesday, so they stage all the cars will drive in you know four wide on uh, was it San yeah, Carlos? I don't think I've ever been that early. <laughs> Tuesday is pretty early. It, it, it's super early. It's super. And you're having a long car week. You're starting. Yeah, Tuesday. I know. Jesus. Well, and, and we got in on Monday getting you know shipping the cars oh. in. But I uh, know we brought a couple cars. So that's, hang on. Uh, on the avenue. Yeah, that's right. Let's see if we can get some photos of Concours on the avenue. Yeah. Here's Concours on the avenue this year, huh? 2018? Yeah. You'll act, you might see a picture of us there. What did you guys bring in? We brought in a uh, 88 Evo 2. Lovely. Red, uh, real low mileage car. We sold it a couple months ago. And kind of funny, quick story. Sold it to a multi-repeat client uh, in, in San Francisco, and uh, he hadn't yet taken delivery of it. So I'm like, this is a good opportunity. I tell him three or four days before that, hey, we're going to go to Concord on the Avenue, and we've got a couple uh, spots. They're going to do a BMW class for, I think, the first time. And so I'm like, uh, do you want to go to a car show and put your new car in it? He's like, yep. So we park our car in the park, uh, ship all three of them out, we brought an M635 CSI and then an 850 CSI. And uh, the owner wanted to get there later than we did so we drive to the event and i parked the car in the parking garage put the key in the tailpipe sent a picture to him said uh, your car's in the parking garage here's where to go go grab your car and, and meet us at the event and uh he had an absolute blast uh it was it's, it's a great event you can go and talk to all the owners it's not you know in your face uh, hoity-toity it's uh really laid back and a lot of fun cool Tell me about that 850 because you rolled up here yeah. in an 850 CSI with it's white over brown with a manual. Yeah. <laughs> it is some car. Yeah, that's, that, that <laughs> thing is fire, man. I like that it, M8. I mean that car. It's really dope with that V12. Yeah, and cruising down here yesterday. Did you drive that from back yeah. east? No, uh, I, I, I shipped it out. Okay, I, I was driving down here yesterday. I was like, yeah, maybe I should just cancel my flight and just drive this home. This Tempting. Is, I know. The car just soaks miles. Did you highway it or did you take PCH? Uh, I went, came down five through uh, Bakersfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the, that's the that, fast, boring way. That's the sucky way. I know. Man. I'm sorry. I know. You got, you got it. We, got, we need to work on it. The yeah. very least, the 101. I, I know. The traffic the day after is just, I want to get you know down here. No, you know what my move is now? I, now I do Highway 25. Do you know about Highway 25? Mm -mm. Oh, here Tell we'll, me about it. We'll make it easy. Yeah, bring it up. Okay. I'm going to pull up the map. 
I'll pull up. Uh, uh-oh. California. So Highway 25 runs along the eastern side of the uh, the mountains. So mm-hmm. basically, uh, it's it's over here. So okay. Monterey is here. Yeah. Now, I don't usually do come there from Monterey. I usually come up there from, from the peninsula. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you were to leave Monterey, you basically come over this way mm-hmm. and come down. And you can pick it up later. And you take it all the way down to uh, the 198 and the 101. And this road is rad. And no one's ever on it. Uh, and so that is a really fun way if you want to avoid some traffic. Next year. Yeah. Or the or one hundred and one is very nice too, but they've also just opened up Big Sur. Yeah, again. yeah. So I feel like I feel like we are uh, you know obligated as uh, as in look at that. It's so Google, so pretty. Good job, Google Street View. Way to way to go during yeah. golden hour and really right? really make that work for us. Now that it's open again, I think next couple months of everyone's favorite magazines are going to be revisiting Big yeah. Sur. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. It is. But um, is that uh, is that uh, eight fifty out of your uh, for sale fleet or a personal collection or what's the deal with that it, thing? It, it's for sale. It is. Is it in the series? Is it in, on the website? Yeah, go. Uh, you go right BMW, there. and then where do we have it? Eight. Yep. Where's eight series? Uh, it's the the monitor. Oh, here it is. The monitor we're working from is a little farther away from me, but this here it is. This thing is nice. Ooh, call for price. What's the price? I'm calling. Buck fifty. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Holy shit, those things have gone through the roof. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. How many CSIs do they make? 225 for North America. And how many of those are manual? Oh. Oh, they're all manual. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 225. Wow. Yeah. How many of those 225? Oh, here you go. Number 70 of the 225. There you go. Yeah. How many of those 225 are actually worth buying? Yeah, that car had a pretty high rate of attrition. Um, you know, a lot of them sat. Yeah. And that car sitting is bad terrible like electronics everything everything <laughs> is this they have the two ecus is that this two, two ECUs? of everything two batteries it's basically two m20 you know engines off an e30 fused together um i met uh, the, uh mr fisher one of the designers of that um met his daughter mealy island this past year so she's told the whole story of it and, and it's a, it's a great motor when it's running right um, but when Sound it's including. not when it's not it, it can be a pretty expensive <clears throat> now, awesome. if it's running right, mm-hmm. which yours seems to be, mm-hmm. is it okay to keep running right? Yeah, well, that's when you get one with miles like this one. This one's got seventy three thousand miles. I, miles I put, are good. Miles are good if you've got the right owner to behind it. Right, yes. right, right, right. Like yeah. you know, careful miles yeah. or whatever. Now, I've enjoyed the heck out of this car. I put two thousand miles on this car this year. So you said you said seventy three thousand miles on it. Yeah, go back. Uh, Where are we going here? One more, right there. This. That's what's important. Box and papers. That's a four inch binder of records. Oh wow! Organized owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like that. He you... put like thirty grand in it in the last four years. Oh my god! <laughs> and then we put ten more on top. Unreal, man. There ain't no such thing as a cheap German car. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, even my SL, which you know, I, I bought for seventeen grand, and mm-hmm. it's a beautiful car. Mm-hmm. You know, I immediately had to do a set of tires and a service, and that was fifteen hundred. And then a year later, the next service is a thousand. You know, it's and that's just a bullshit car. That's not like a special one or anything yep. like that. And that's not even getting the cosmetics yet. <laughs> Hell no, right. no. If I had to do cosmetics, it'd be a whole other story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, I mean, this this white CSI has a beautiful presence in the street. It looks tough as shit in my parking lot right now. Yeah, yeah. And you open the hood, and is there a picture of the engine? Yeah, yeah. You open the hood, the engine was not 
shiny, not overly cleaned, but clearly it has just always been clean. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it was it's it wasn't filthy and you cleaned it. It's just I'm, it's running a little slow, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just never been dirty. Oh, did we did we have we failed here? Quick on that one. We go. failed here, sir. Well, you get the idea. Yeah. It's clean. Fucking when, I, when we fuck with the video too much, it takes away. Sorry. Um, what else? Uh, what else has uh, has been coming through that's been really uh, impressing you in terms of uh, being a good investment right now, or I don't know trends. You want to go with some trends? Hmm. If you got any, yeah, we're we're very consistent. We I don't really see a whole lot of trends. Um, Just slow and the, steady increases. Yeah, and good shit. Yeah, yeah. M twos of. I guess slowed off a little bit with the M2 competition coming out uh, like last week or the week before. Has has uh, the value because you could get, you, buying a brand new 1M in 2011 and putting 50,000 miles on it turns out could have was the best investment anyone could have made. Yeah, you could have driven a 1M for zero dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and potentially I, I, even profited. Yeah, and I didn't even see that coming. I mean, uh, we didn't do a whole lot of them early, early in the days. I'm, I'm anyone. I drove the press car. Yeah. When I got one as a press car. I put yeah. twenty two hundred miles on it in a week, and I went, this thing is great. It does drive really well. And I had a, a very wealthy friend who bought one and daily drove it, and mm-hmm. said, and was just like, "This is the one. This is the one." Yeah. And I I knew that it would be kind of special, but I thought because they made didn't they make a lot more of them in Europe? Yeah, in I America? think total they made just under six thousand. I think yeah, it's like a bunch in Europe. Seven forty so. for the U.S. Yeah, so I figured that would equalize itself eventually, but yeah. I guess not. And they they sell strong in Europe. Yeah, um, it's, it's a really good car. The brake the, the brakes are great. The steering is probably the best thing about that car. I think they're really good. I think I actually preferred driving the M two. Mm-hmm. I like sitting down a little lower mm-hmm. in the car, and mm-hmm. the 1M, I felt like I was sitting up a little high. Mm-hmm. I have the same problem, I don't know about you, with E92s, mm-hmm. BMWs. I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm sitting very high. Yeah, the sedan, you feel a little bit lower. The sedan. I, well, or you, I prefer or, the sedan to the coupe. And grab a manual seat car, and you'll sit even lower. Really? Mm-hmm. Why is that? The motors, uh, all the mechanisms and transmissions under the seat are not there. And it just... Oh, it's a manual... Manual seat. Manual seat. Yep. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll see car, right? Yeah, they yeah. lower it. Got mm-hmm. it. And then no, obviously no sunroof, right? It um, gives you extra room. But yeah, uh, no sunroof will be a little bit more headroom. Yeah. Uh, I put a lot of questions for you. You got a lot on Facebook people want to ask. I didn't screen them, so we'll just find interesting ones in here. From my Instagram, I said Facebook, but I meant Instagram. Um, what haven't we talked about? What uh, am, what What is eventually going, what is going to be... The most valuable M car, the E thirty or the M one, I would guess. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Which that's a great, great car. We just got one of those earlier this year. An M one. Yep, nineteen eighty one. There, there. It was really fun to drive. Well, and the, you can tr- you can drive that car for as far as all the cars of that era, all these you know the Lamborghinis and Ferraris. Try to keep it running. I mean, it's a really usable, reliable car. Makes yeah. great noises. The engines. Right there, it, uh, the intake noises are very mm-hmm, good, mm-hmm. and actually the brakes held up. Mm-hmm. I, I did some uh, some real lapping with it, and the brakes held up. It was yeah. it was good. It yeah. was good, good little car. And, and the AC system doesn't suck. Well, the one, it didn't work in the drove, <laughs> when it works. Yeah, yeah. Vintage car air conditioning. You really have to reevaluate your expectations. Exactly. I mean, even on my nine eleven, which is not that old as an eighty seven, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, we took out Porsche's air conditioning system and mm-hmm. put in a vintage air, mm-hmm. you know, unit like one of the electric pump ones. It's not electric, but it's a vintage. It's a vintage air setup. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, let's see. 
As a South American 1M owner, can I drive the heck out of it, or is it sacrilege? I say drive it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that's the best part about these cars. I mean, it's nice to have a really low mileage car, and yeah. you know you've got the preservation side of things. But getting out and driving, and you know, driving down from Monterey yesterday, I mean, the two thousand miles I've put on this eight fifty CSI have been fantastic. Yeah, um, that's that's what it's all about. Do you freak out about mileage in your own cars? No, not really, not anymore. No. I, I used to, um, but not anymore. I, I like to start with a really low mileage car. I don't drive it a lot, but when I do, I still got all that original preservation quality, and it's easier to keep a really nice car really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you catch a stone ship, you, you know, you cuss and touch it up and move on. And yeah. then, then after you get that first one, it's so much easier to drive it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then, I mean, you care, but you don't care as much. Yeah. I, I have a friend who, uh, when he buys a brand new showroom car, mm-hmm. will take a key and go to like the <laughs> bottom of the bumper and key and key his own car. Like just be like, all right, now I can't freak out about it anymore. Now it's used. That fucking Mustang back there. Oh, you can't really see it in the video, but there might, there's a picture of my Mustang up there. Literally the day I got it back from being painted, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it had baked or whatever. But I went to the canyons mm-hmm. and they had graveled the road. And so my whole lower rocker panels got blasted the, the, the one day. It didn't even make it one day. Yeah. So I go, well, fuck now. Yep. So, and now it's the driver's car. Yep. I mean, as I'm, in hindsight, I'm glad it happened. Yep. You know, it would have, it could have stayed too nice for too long, and I would have been afraid to drive the thing. Yep. You know, yep. totally. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. We we just uh, bought a E30 wagon uh-huh. um, for the first first one we bought and redid the front valance. Got a little Alpina valance on it. We drove it down to Vintage in North Carolina huh. uh, earlier this year, and you know, ten rock chips later. Yeah. Now it's used. Now we can drive it. Yeah. Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it goes. Um, someone asked, please ask you about being hated because I hate them. And I, you know, I don't know if he actually hates you, but I think, uh, the, uh, I think now that I know you, I think the criticisms levied at you on the internet are not valid. I think yeah. you just sell nice shit and it costs money. Yeah. Like I deal mean, with if, it. if you want to sit at the front of the airplane, yeah. it costs more money. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, if you're actually selling the rarest cars in the best condition and you're refurbishing them to the, as good as they can be, that costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it's not cheap to do it that way. No, there's plenty of places to buy BMWs that aren't you. Mm-hmm. If, if you know what I mean. Yeah, and and that that person probably should. <laughs> well, yeah, and a bunch of people should. But I, I, you know, there. If you don't really look deeper than the prices, mm-hmm. you go, oh, this guy's expensive yeah, for sure. Yeah, but shit's expensive sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, should, what do you think about uh, – I hypothesize that the uh, the V8 M3s mm-hmm. are going to be worth a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. But I worry that the combination of early iDrive mm-hmm. stuff and mm-hmm. the rod bearing issue mm-hmm. will have a long-term value on that – or long-term impact on that value. What say you, Eric? I don't disagree with you. No? Uh, I think that's – you know. Definitely the period at the uh, end of the analog sentence with the uh, naturally aspirated engines. Mm-hmm. The engine sound is, you know, to die for. It's important to buy the right one. You want to get, you know, as low options as, as possible if you want to not worry about the iDrive stuff. Yeah, oh, you can get, can you get one with no screen? Yeah. You can, right? And no hump. Yeah. That's the one to have, right? That's rare. Yeah. Especially in a late car with a six-speed yeah. competition package. Because they all had this, they all had nav, like, standard. Yeah, that's like the holy grail of Lime Rocks. Oh, it's a, a some of the lime rocks didn't have them. Go. Uh, I saw you had a lime rock. We we just we've just found the holy grail. Is it in your cars? Yeah, I think the lime rock edition's real stupid. I'm just gonna come out and say it. It's orange. I love that color. Okay, so <laughs> it's orange. Who yeah. cares? But why, it was so. It's just orange. That's it. 
mm-hmm. just orange. It's got a lot of cool aesthetic stuff to it. I mean, I personally really like it for the fact that it ties into the GTS. You know, all the M3 GTSs with the, the Stroker engine were the same fire orange. Okay. So they did you know, tie it into that, even though they didn't bring us the big motor. Um, it's, a, it's, it's the most special of what we could have gotten. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, it would have been nice to put a bigger motor in it and do some of the other Euro bits that they, they did on the uh, CRTs and, and um, uh, GTS. But uh, as far as E92s go, if you want you know, the final iteration, uh, it's definitely a... There's the no hump. That's a no hump. Yeah. Six speed. I agree. Six speed, no hump is definitely the way to go. Manual seats. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just have one in silver. I don't, need the, I don't need the lime rock. It's a lot more affordable. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I actually, uh, I personally, I'm unless it's particularly heinous, I am super open to colors and stuff on yeah. used cars. I'm really flexible. I, I'm, if it's the right car, I, I could care less what color it is. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's tough to keep black clean in L.A. because the dust here, mm-hmm. the, black stuff everywhere. It's stuff everywhere, but here we where it doesn't rain and it's all dust. Mm-hmm. Just you're tempted to use a California duster and scratch a mm-hmm. shit out of your paint. Now, I think the, the V8, Lime, or V8 M3s in general, the later cars have some updates with the rod bearings. I think there are three different iterations of, of updates over the time. Mm-hmm. The later cars have a lot less issues with that. You send the oil out, have it analyzed at one of the laboratories. That's yeah. going to give you, uh, you know, the counts to determine if you're having any wear. And if you're having the wear, then you know, replace the bearings. Yeah. But I think it definitely has a place in BMW's history that certainly looks potentially good over the next couple of years. Yeah. For me, it's a manual sedan. Yeah, uh, you know what I don't yeah. like about the M3, uh, the M3, and now the M4 mm. is the length of the doors, the coupes. It's a big car overall. It's a big car, and it's got big fucking doors, and mm-hmm. it's hard to open those doors yeah. next to other cars. Whereas the yeah. sedans have the short doors. Mm-hmm. It's actually a lot easier to get in and out of. Yeah, yeah. A- we parked a uh, F80 M3 sedan next to an E39 M5, and I mean, it's <laughs> same like, size, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. within an inch, and it, the M3 is bigger. Yeah, um, it's a big car. I, I had an F80 M3. I got a great spec press car. It was the, the dope blue. What's, mm-hmm. the, what's the blue? Is it Laguna Blue? Laguna Sega? Um, uh, Yasmarina Blue. Yasmarina Blue. Carbon ceramics, mm. manual cloth seats. It was boss. That is a great It setup. was boss. And I took it to Gingerman and Howden. I hammered the fucking shit out of mm-hmm. this thing for three days. It was awesome. That was the very first track I ever drove. Gingerman? Mm-hmm. Fun track. And safe. I mean, you're safe, out in the middle of field. Great learning track. Although, you yeah. know what? You know that section way in the back where mm-hmm. you go through that big bulb? Mm-hmm. I was there for an event once, and someone sailed their car so far off, they actually managed to hit a tree. That's a Trees long are like ways. 100 plus yards away from yeah. the track. This dude managed to hit a tree. Did he fall asleep? Unbelievable. Hit a tree sideways. He slid. He slid. It was crazy. I don't know how you, you got that. Far. I don't know. You almost you can't. He had to try. <laughs> you yeah, you had to try. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, here's one for you. What's up? Do you deal with? Uh, do you guys mess with like the the '80s, uh, the Alpina stuff and mm-hmm. the Hartke stuff that that's coming? I mean, I see a lot of it coming out of Japan on mm-hmm. Bring a Trailer with the fun graphics. Mm-hmm. What's a, those are cool? cool are, is cars. it time to buy into one of those? Yeah, absolutely. If you can find one, uh, finding a good one well, of those. The ones I see sell on Bring a Trailer don't sell for crazy money. I don't think they brought the right car to market. Really. Because yeah. I mean, I, I mean, they pr- they present reasonably well. I mean, obviously, I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. They're they're really pretty cars, and they do a lot of unique things that set yeah. them apart. And some of those interiors, those cloth interiors with awesome. you know, the stripes. I the, love the, plaid. the craziest interior you can throw at me. Just give me that shit. I don't yeah. care. I'm yeah. doing city. You see, look at this. This is for real. I hate to close this, but this is my actual interior on. Um, 
that that's this is oh, my interior on yeah. uh, my safari car. It's uh, L.A. City bus fabric with uh, Merlot leather. It's sweet. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, you gotta keep it real crazy like that. Um, yeah. So is that are, are the you, would you say get it get into one of those now if you want if you're interested in into an Alpina or something like that? Yeah, I, I definitely see that is a good place to park money. Yeah, um, they're really great driving cars. The I mean those Alpina wheels. Probably my all-time favorite. Oh, ones. they're great. Yeah, you, I saw you put them on something else, didn't you? You put I've them, got them on, on the, my Z one. On the Z one, yeah, they mm-hmm. look good. Yeah, aren't and those five. wheels really expensive? They are very expensive. Yeah. They're like yeah. like thousands and thousands of dollars, right? You'll spend two to four grand. Yeah, yeah, that's and expect more if you want staggered. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. And that's for originals or reproductions? Originals okay. that probably need refinished. Yeah, yeah. fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, um, are there any? Is there anything in this family of cars that is? depreciating right now in the m world anything new I mean, m5 so, holy oh like a two-year-old m5 watch out yeah i mean that big m6 those yeah will, those will hurt you oh my god the v10 cars does anyone want v10 cars right now those have stabled off a bit um At what 25 grand yeah they're they're pretty soft I don't. It's, there, it's I don't great, have. It's a great motor when it runs right. I mean, the sound of that thing super unique to the you know line. Yeah, with the Meister shaft exhaust and shit. Rips. It's so it's so crazy loud. They sound like Formula One cars. That was one of the first. Uh, yeah. That was the first car I ever uh, cracked two hundred miles an hour in. Was a V ten. Was it the, the Dyna one or just no, a regular just one? Stock one. Oh jeez. Yeah. Deli- de- all all they would do is delimit them, and they would go two hundred miles an hour. Ew. Wow. Faster, like two hundred seven. Wow. So they were so fast. stock. Yes, yeah, yeah, fully stock. Fully stock. Wow. Um, it was a manual convertible I did it in. Oh, man. That's yeah. a heavy car. Yeah. Real heavy car. Yeah. Ocean huh. Parkway, Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> I think statute of limitations has expired. Yeah, yeah. I think we're good. But, um, yeah, I, I don't – does the, does the customer – Right now, not have the appreciation for those cars either. Is anyone I mean, asking the, for them? The guys that love them really, really, really love them, and and I get that. And it's good to get something that you're super passionate about and just dive right in two feet and, and totally focus on it and make that you know a part of your culture, part of your car life. Um, you know, every once in a while, we get some guys calling and looking for them. Of course, they all want the manual transmission. They all want the later production so cars. So funny. No one wanted them. Of course, nobody wanted the manual when they were new. Well, and the new sales guys wanted to sell the SMG because yeah. they made more commission. Yeah, there was easier allocation to get. Super, yeah. super easy. Yeah, and then you know certain dealerships would get stuck with a manual, and they're like, "We can't sell this." Yeah, it's got too many pedals. And the reviews at the time said that the ma- the SMG was better matched to the V10 than the six speed was. The reviews at the time were not kind to the six speed. Well, the six speed was an afterthought. Yeah, they didn't ever design that to have a six speed. Yeah, and again, the Americans chimed up, said, "Give us a manual." Yeah, because the seven speed was a piece of shit. It was not. <laughs> Not great. I worked at an exotic car rental company. Oh. It was a piece of shit. <laughs> the, the reliability is, especially on a rental. Terrible. Oh, man. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're and not expensive. cheap Expensive. No, not cheap t- I think it was four grand for yeah. the SMG pump the or pump. something. It was yep. crazy expensive. Yep. Yep. That's it. For a service shop, we love them. What do you think about the dual clutch gearboxes in the 92s? Pretty yeah, good? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Longevity's good? Yeah, we haven't really had any problems with them. Uh, there's a mechatronic seal that's up top that the wiring harness goes through. That mm-hmm. seal, uh, they did supersede and uh, did an updated one, so that will leak at some point, probably on all of them. But that's the, but the whole thing won't go bad. You just no, no, you, the seal, you just right? change a little rubber gasket. Oh, that's fine. And they're okay. different, different colors, so they're easy to check with boroscope. Because at least the DCT is like... That's a good transmission. Us, it's a usable yeah. one. It's not like... I, I like the V8 DCT 
better than the current ones, personally. You've got more range of motion. You've got more different settings. More, yeah, you more can go super soft and not feel it. You mm-hmm. can hurt you know, your neck if you want to. And, but it gives you the driver, the controller. The new one, it, it like does everything as a, as a macro package. Yeah. And I would rather have the individual tunability of, of changing it the way I want it. Yeah, I like, I like, that. I like that ethos. Uh, someone wants to know, can a Cincinnati local come by and just see what's up? Can, sure. Do you accept pop-ins? Yeah, it happens every day. All right. Yes, the answer is yes. Um, let's see. Will E39 M5 values ever drop? I think no. Probably not. Probably not. Here's a funny statistic. Uh, probably 80% of the buyers... Uh, of our M5s have owned one before, and if they've not owned one, they've owned two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a great car that just does everything really well. So why would the value go down when everything new doesn't give you that connection and that you know analog sensation that you're in total control of everything that's going on? Yeah, I, I enjoy dri- driving the E39 M5s. They're they're very nice cars, yeah, and they're capable. Yeah. I mean, it's not a slow car. No, but and you if you still... want to, if you want a similar thing and you want to save some money, the Chevy SS with the manual gearbox mm. is actually provides a very similar experience. Well, the car and driver compared the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. In some ways, the SS is actually better. Well, it's um, fifteen years newer. Yes, it is. But Sharper the, steering. Yeah, it's faster. But um, but. The M5 is like the right size, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's not it's too got, heavy. Got a lot going for it. When you could do everything, looks with good. It. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ooh, what is the best engine swap for a 1973 BMW 3.0 CS? Something in keeping with the brand, but with more power. Wanting it to be my daily after the swap is complete. Good for you. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I'd put a, a period correct, or not period correct, but an 80s, uh, early 90s six-cylinder M, like an S38. S38. Yeah, like the, we had in that E30. Uh-huh. I've, that's, a couple people have done that. Okay. Do a later 3.8, change your rod bearings, just do a whole bottom end job. Is that almost like if you take off the dressing, it almost looks like it, it could be old enough, it right? It looks like it fits. Yeah. I mean, it's the yeah, end yeah. of that era. It's got six throttle bodies. Yeah. That, and then you put that big foamy air cleaner thing over it at the end? Mm-hmm. No? Or you leave them open like a boss? Yeah, just I think the, 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 the trumpets look pretty cool. Yeah, they do. You got to have them stick out the hood. They go sideways, don't they? Yeah, yeah they, they go, do. They About don't. 45 degrees or something like that. Ooh, good question. What do you think will happen to the M4 GTS values over the next few years? Where are they at now? They're not strong. They're not good, right? Because people realize the car was dumb? I just sold mine last week. You did? It's my second car I ever bought new in my life. And you're, just, and you're not about it? Uh-uh. I, I mean, if, if you use it on track, if yeah. you're using it the way that they engineered the car to, to be and live, yeah. it's a fantastic car. But I mean, the, my, a lot of friends that have them and are tracking the living heck out of them, they're I'll probably be driving one thermal tomorrow, um, which I've not driven that car on track yet. So I you know, might have a different perspective 24 hours from mm. now. Driving it on the street, um, it's a fine car. The exhaust sounds good for that motor. Yeah. Um, maybe, Tough maybe. to make that car sound good. I've heard a bunch of different exhausts, and I've concluded the stock one is the best. For the GTS? For all the M3s, I think. The GTS the sounds one. really mean. I mean that uh, it was. I don't a think tight, I've heard tight. one driven in anger. Yeah, it sounds really good, um, for, at least for that S fifty five motor. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't think values. I think they've got to go down a little bit more before they stabilize. Um, they went down fast. Um, I think I sold mine for ninety grand, hundred grand. Mm-hmm. It was multi trade, but you can go on you know any website right now, and they're eighty to hundred grand all day long for under 5,000 miles. Wow. Um, the carbon fiber wheels have some quality control issues, um, so be mindful of that, too. Were they built by Carbon Revolution, or are they I built in Germany somewhere? I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't know. It, it never really did anything for me. Just keep it full of water. 
Yeah, the meth thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate fuel additives. That was a big turnoff, even if it's just water. I, I will say I'm super thrilled that they brought a car to the States that has a factory built-in roll cage. That part's cool. Mm. No seat. I like I like that That's part. Nice. Yeah, I agree. I'm with the, you. On the, that. the orange accents work. A lot of people don't like them, um, but I think it works for that car, especially in black. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. If I'm not bothered by a 997 Pumpkin GT3 RS, I'm right. certainly not bothered by the M4. Yeah, um, here's a good one: the older X1 uh, X Drive 35i, which was basically like a slightly lifted 335 wagon. Really, um, how does it fit the bill for a driving enthusiast car that can haul a 135 pound dog? I think pretty good, actually. I've never driven one. So I've never driven one either. However, I was at an event with a guy who had three aftermarket parts and an ECU controller on this thing. Ripping fast. And this thing was making like 450 wheel. Yeah. And it was running quarter miles deep in the 11s. Yeah. Yep. And it it looked completely stock. It was a mega sleeper. Yeah. And so I say go for it because it's rad. Yeah. Um, The all-wheel drive certainly helps. Yeah. Um, how would you recommend approaching Rod? Oh, you said check, the, do an oil test, mm-hmm. Blackstone or otherwise yep. uh, thing. They know what they're doing. Yeah, let me know when you want me to when you want me to buy my '88 M6 with seventy thousand miles. That e- might be the kind of car you would buy. Email us. Give them a call. Uh, what do you prefer, the M1 or M2? Depends on what I'm doing. They're both great cars. I I daily drive an M2 right now. I would um, prefer. I think the M2 is a little nicer to drive. You can drive it probably with a little less stress. Uh, they're, the M2, I think, is, is really well balanced overall. It's got good mannerisms, and you can drive it hard uh, without getting in too much trouble. Yeah. The 1M, of course, you're going to be nervous every mile that you're taking over uh, for some people. Um, I don't know. I think that's about we got a lot of repetition after that. That's cool. I'm uh, I'm glad you got to come by, Eric. Yeah. I appreciate I appreciate chatting with you, man. I that that eight fifty is super cool, man. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. The windows down on that thing cruising hundred miles. Because you got no B pillar, nothing, right? Nothing. Do you know buffering? Is it good? It's we could we could be on the phone right now and you wouldn't know the windows are down. It's so awesome. I yeah. think a lo- you know a lot of the cars. I, is that car actually aerodynamic or does it just look it? It's really stable up high. Because I really find stable. a lot of the newer cars, right? When I drive newer cars, especially economy cars, hybrids, or electric cars, yeah. I find like when they really focus on making them slippery, the buffering with the windows mm-hmm. down is mm-hmm. a disaster, right? A headache, instant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like a lot of these new, really aerodynamic cars, you cannot drive with the windows down. Yeah. They, they forgot that you have to engineer oh. with that. Yeah. Whereas when I go drive my old SL, like mm-hmm. with the hard top on mm-hmm. it, you put the windows down and you can have a conversation and it's, and it's great yeah. because it's a fucking brick. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, I mean, the, the CSI was engineered at a time where everything had to serve a purpose and a function. I mean, the wheels, you know, pulling in air to cool the brakes down. Yeah. Um, Everything was well thought out, and they just did it differently back then. Yeah, I mean, I and I don't know. I think I think some things they're doing today are right, but other other things are. I don't know. It's tough for it's tough if you love cars because, like, on the one hand, look at the new Corvette ZR1 and mm-hmm. the Shelby GT350 R, and mm-hmm. you know. And all the all this, you know, the fucking McLaren Seven Twenty. If you had to yeah. go on one of those things, yeah, that thing is. Yeah, boss. Yeah, I mean that's that's it. You know, it's real crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but I, it's comfortable, very comfortable and fuel efficient. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're just cruising, you get thirty miles a gallon in that thing. Yeah, that's what I love about that. Like mm-hmm. eight hundred horsepower, thirty miles per gallon. Like, I love that. Yeah, I just spent a weekend at Road Atlanta with a tra- with a Hellcat Jeep, the Trackhawk. How was that? Funny in its own way. Yeah, not good, but funny. A lot of, <laughs> lot, lot of smoke. 
Uh, from the brakes. Oh. <laughs> the bra- the, oh, no, the Hellcat just all-wheel drive, no burnouts. But I was lapping Road Atlanta. So it, it really demonstrates how 5,300 pounds and 700 horsepower is not the same as 2,500 pounds with 300 horsepower. You know what I mean? With, it a, does, with a high center gun. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't scale. At a certain point, there's just no amount of horsepower you can throw at something to make it better. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of like, all right, we can fucking stop with this. The race of the you got anything else for me to drive? <laughs> the race of the suit. No, I mean like I, the Trackhawk is silly, and like as a as a as a, a street vehicle, like mm-hmm. I'll give them credit to go from a regular Grand Cherokee to a Trackhawk as a street vehicle for, to go from 300 horsepower or whatever whatever the regular one is to set to 700. Mm-hmm. You give up almost nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you pay more for it and you burn more fuel. But other than that, it rides nice. The space is the same. Everything. I think they, I think they look pretty good. Everything too. works. They look pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, they sound pretty cool. There's there's virtually no sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like if they took those resources and made a sports car, mm-hmm. it would be awesome. Like not even a Viper. Like a like like something that was just a little more svelte. Mm-hmm. But they don't. They just because America just make it bigger. Just SUV. There's more margins in shoving a Hellcat engine into a Grand Cherokee. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Is there any? Do you care, do you ever stock X5Ms? Not a lot. No. <laughs> it's 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 a capable car truck. Or they're uh, they're truck. Sa- same thing as the Hellcat. They're yeah. they're they're fun for nice street cars. They're fast. Yep. But you, you put that big dog in it. You could put the big fucking dog. In yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, 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 that uh, with a little bit of the tuning done, you know, that thing really wakes up and boogies. Yeah, yeah. You ever fuck with the Franken cars, like where someone will build an E30 M3 wagon or something like that? Not a lot. We did back in the early days. Yeah, we had a fair amount of cool stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, and they're fun. Um, but trying to get it all to work right and always work right, yeah, is a constant. Effort there's a there's a guy who's got a shop out here. You might know him. I think his name is Mark. Mm. And he's got a BMW-focused body shop, and he likes to do... So he has an E30 M3 convertible that I think is a real one. Mm-hmm. It is. But it, oh, you know him. I know Mark really well. It, oh, okay, cool, yeah. yeah. What's his last name? Norris. Nor- Mark Norris. Bavar- yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Bavarian Workshop. Bavarian Workshop. That's yeah. And he built an E46 M3 wagon yep. that is so legit. It's really cool. It's 100% as good as it could be yeah. legit. It's his wife's daily driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a bad motherfucker, yeah. Yeah. that car. Yeah, yeah. Mark Norris. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Mark Norris. What's up, yeah, Mark? Yeah. He's, he, he, I always see him at Cars and Coffee. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good, good he, he goes, don't leave your car over the weekend. He'll take it to Cars and Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got a point. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to plug before you get out of here? Uh, Redux Liked Bow. What is that? That is a E30 M3 kind of a singer concept. Oh, yeah. is, the, is you guys are doing? We have a little bit of a hand uh, with Simon, the owner. We're oh. supplying some of the chassis to him. Where are they building they're, these? They're things? in the UK. Really? So the first one's going to be at our shop in three to four weeks. Oh, Jesus. He's just finishing up. Are they um, half a million bucks too? Yeah. They are? A little less, but uh, super cool car. Lots, so what's, of, lots of carbon fiber. Give uh, me the, the lowdown. Is it a carbon body, the whole deal? He replaced a lot of the body panels with carbon fiber. He's still running an S14 engine. There's, you're not going to find any pictures probably of it. Uh, leaked. But, well, this, Do you have a picture? We'll show that Here. one. All right. Sure. All right, we'll there. hold this to the camera. Hold yeah, there you go. So it's uh, super lightweight. It's going to weigh 
somewhere around the focal length. The focal length <laughs> yeah. doesn't really work. Sorry, folks. So well, you figure it out. He's only going to build 30 of them. Okay. Uh, 380 horse, 300 foot, 380 foot pounds of torque on low boost. Uh, it's doing an S14 with a turbo. With a turbo. It's, you know, very similar to the you know, BMWs of the era. You know, yeah. The, the, the M10 bottom end with a big old turbo doing 12, 15 Yeah, like the, form, the Formula One car. Mm-hmm. I was, oh, where did I see that documentary where they're seasoning the blocks by leaving them outside? What, you know, remember this? Is that Adrenaline? I think it might have been. Yeah, that's they did a, a whole show. thing about it. they took the motors out of two thousand twos. Yeah, and then they left them outside the shop mm-hmm. to like rust or get, I, I guess, hardened or it, something. Yeah, I mean, th- there's a story. I think one of those broke the dyno. <laughs> yeah, yeah stop reading at fifteen hundred horsepower. Yeah, it's so crazy. So yeah, no, that's that's going to be a really fun car. He's only going to build thirty of them. How cool! So what's your role in that? Selling uh, them? Uh, we have a fair amount of clients that want them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I just want to own one and drive it. Yeah. I mean, take that to thermal. That'll be fun. It, can I have a go if I'm careful if you get one? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks. I would like, where are you guys, Cincinnati? We're in Cincinnati, yeah. So N- if nice I, and equidistant hypothetically, mm-hmm. if I were coming to mid-Ohio, yeah. could I? Th- three hours. Three hours. Ooh, maybe I'll find a way. Maybe I'll find a way to pop in and say hello and check out your stuff. Yeah. Well, it's, like it's actually, uh, it's going to the fellow I'm going to see tomorrow. Oh, uh, so yeah? it's going to be at thermal. Oh, cool. In two months. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. That. Thermal's been, they've been iffy about, um, they decided to stop letting the media use their track. So you can only, really? they, they, yeah, they had a policy for a while. I guess they were trying to sell memberships. And mm-hmm. if media like me wanted to test a car mm-hmm. and it was a member day, mm-hmm. they would just let me come run a few laps and it was no big deal. But they, uh, they decided the, uh, I don't know, either some members got annoyed or someone fucked up and had a big crash or something happened, but they have decided no more freebies for us. Hmm. Which is like wah wah, and it's right there. I mean, I love free track time. Course, <laughs> I love free. Course. All and, I want is free track time, and not paying for the tires. That's even better. Not paying for the tires. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't have to buy a lot of tires. And thank you, Michelin. Michelin hooks me up it's if a, I need them yeah, too. We, uh, we're direct with them. But it's the only tire we carry. There's a there's a meme going around the uh, the the web circles mm-hmm. where it's it's the the what tires should I get the blah 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 and the the, the meme is just like suck it up and get the Michelin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Honestly. Well, it's the only thing that touches the road, and it's, at I the know. end of the day, the only thing that keeps you safe. I know. And you know, and sadly, we had to learn that the hard way with my brother and Paul. Yeah, yeah, and Roger. See? Right. Yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, yeah. And it, and 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 my fucking friend, and get this, my friend, uh, my friend Chris bought an RV from a guy. Mm-hmm. It's not. He's not really a car person. Put his wife and his new baby in this mm-hmm. thing and drove it from Pennsylvania to L.A. And about New Mexico, he started getting blowouts. and He got like three of them. Well, it turns out all six of the fucking tires in this thing were different ages, different mm-hmm. brands, different dates. And one of the blowouts took out the entire wiring harness of the ECU of the of the ECU of the thing, mm-hmm. which went in, you know on the other side of the wheel well mm-hmm. and it stranded him in. Oklahoma or something for like days and he called me he goes what I go dude get tired and finally he he calls me back he goes I got the thing sorted I put tires on it and he goes now that I know how this thing is supposed to drive he's like I can't believe you know I did that and uh, no, yeah, not, not with the wife and the baby. That's not good. I said, dude, mm. I said, guys, yeah. I, I said, you're literally going to kill them. Yeah. You know, don't do this. I'm glad nothing bad. happened. No, nothing bad. I mean, nothing. I thought you were no. going somewhere else. No, 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 nothing, nothing. I'm, I wasn't going to take it to the dark place today, but 
Eric Heller from Enthusiast Auto Group, EAGBMW.com. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to see that crazy E30. That's going to be kick-ass. Yeah, it'd be fun to go rip that movie around. And uh, have a safe drive back to Ohio in the 850. Yeah. Drive it. Don't be a pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming in, man. I will see you next time. Smoking Tire Podcast is powered by Shout Engine. Get your own podcast at ShoutEngine.com. It's easy. You just need something to speak into, something to get it to the Internet, and hopefully something to say. I'll see you guys next week. Good day.